Hello and uh, welcome to uh, Junkin Science. Hello. With you today is uh, your host, uh, English Gav, and my sidekick, Irish Gav. <laughs> Hi. And we will be talking about I'm just crops. happy to be here. <laughs> I really happy. It doesn't look like you're happy. I have my cape of fun on. I'm always happy. Okay. The cape of fun doesn't appear to be working. Your face doesn't appear to be working. Uh, anyway. What so are you crab, doing this week? So crabs then. What are you, what are you doing this week, science crab? Crabs. Crabs, you say? I'm doing crab science. Okay. Tell uh, us all about crabs. Oh, yes. Uh, just uh, basically crabs, they're, they're known as decapod crustaceans, which basically means ten-footed. Do they have ten feet? Yes. That's right, then. You may carry mm. on. They're not lying. They could be, like, pretty big. A big line. <laughs> no, I mean really big crabs. Ah, uh, yes, that there are real big crabs. Are they ten foot long? I will talk about big crabs later. Okay. Uh, they're usually covered in uh, a thick exoskeleton, and they usually have a pair of claws. Not just one, though. Don't some crabs just have one? They may do. I don't <laughs> know. I'm just saying usually. You, you've thoroughly researched it. Though. They usually have a pair of claws. Tell us about the Japanese spider crabs. So yes, I just thought I'd pick a few of the uh, interesting, uh, more interesting crabs to talk about. Um, The first one being the Japanese spider crabs. I can tell you something about Japanese spider crabs. Go. I don't actually know their Latin name, but neither do you. No. But it's from their Latin, it's from their Latin name, that the Macra were given their name. Really? Yep. It's all links in. It's all links in. It's like we're doing. It's like it's like we know what we're doing. Who who knows what we're doing? I, I don't know what we're doing. But yes, the Japanese spider crabs. Uh, they're one of the largest known uh, arthropods. What are arthropods again? Yeah. But what are they? They're like generally characterized by their mu- multiple jointed. Unsegmented body, right? Structures. That's one of their main features. Okay. I guess the the Japanese spider crabs in particular, the they can grow up to uh, four meters in diameter, uh, from uh, end of leg to leg. That's quite big. It is quite big. It can be like up to three times the length of your body. That is quite big. And can weigh up to a uh, ten to. 20. <laughs> 20 kilograms. Not 20, then. Not 20. 20. <laughs> and can be, uh, live up to between 50 and 100 years. So Just, if you're playing crab top trumps, they're, they're the ones to get. Oh, yes. Well, certainly for length. It's all about length, isn't it, Gav? Yeah. It's all about length. They're generally orange in colour. And the, the adult males, they're, uh, they're chili pets. Which are basically the the legs that have claws on them. That's a bit of an effort. They're generally uh, far longer than the females, uh, and the legs that they have are generally in inward curving sort of feet type things. Yeah, you like the dealing in general general things, yeah. don't you? Oh yeah. Their legs are uh, particularly weak. Uh, they're they're very poorly jointed, and it's. Uh, Pretty common that you'll generally find three quarters of the species you come across will have missing limbs. 
You know, I haven't noticed you saying sort of in a while. Not you? No. But I now can't help noticing you saying generally. <laughs> it, it might be my new word. Apparently, Who knows? Apparently it is. So they sort of can't. <laughs> yeah, they'll, they'll, they'll generally be able to survive with, uh, with up to like three missing limbs. I think I like to use apparently. It's just, it's just it's just a word that mm. sort of means don't sue me for this. I'm taking this from someone else. <laughs> it's a good word. Oh, wow. But yeah, because of the, the poor joints and everything, they tend to lose them to predators and get trapped in nets and things. Could I ask a question? Go. I'll not answer it. These Go. Japanese spider crabs, yes. they, they, they're four metres long. Yeah. And two times ten T kilograms. Yes. <laughs> what the fuck are their predators going to be? Humans? <laughs> I don't know. What, massive humans? I don't know what the predators are. I didn't no. look into that, but they, well, have, they do gonna, have predators. Gonna, well, it's not going to be me. I'm not going to fucking mess with them. I don't know. Some sort of sharky thing. I don't know. A whale will come down. I'll, I'll nip on a leg for a bit. A whale? Yeah. Mm. Oh, a stingray. You think all the whales being, you know, whaled in Japan? <laughs> do you think? Do you think Japanese spider crabs are dressing as humans and going to these meetings and saying, "Yes, we must kill all the whales"? Do you think that's what's happening? Generally. Generally, probably not. <laughs> what about in but, specific but, cases? But sort of, it might. <laughs> but yes, apparently their legs can grow back with molting. Uh, and that's about all I have to say on the Japanese spider crabs. Right, they're, they're quite cool, massive, big, long-lugged fuckers. Uh, the vent crabs. Yeah, the vent crabs. Yeah. What's their uh, What's their Latin name, Gav? Bet you don't know that one. Well, their uh, official designation of the specific species that I'm going to be talking about is. Oh, we're going in specifics now. Yeah, interesting. Not generally. My mum's <coughs> old manager used to say Pacific instead of specific. That's so stupid. I know it, but you know, I might as well say Atlantic. Hilarity, hilarity ensued. But yes, I'm going to be talking about the uh, the Bithagraya thermidron. Bithagraya thermidron sounds yeah. like some kind of uh, blanket that heats you up that you would see on QVC. Possibly. But yes, it, they are... The Bithograis Thermigon. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine this is a very small one. Right. But yes, they are one of uh, six known of this uh, species of vent crabs. There are actually 13 in total across five genera. But of this uh, specific genera, there are six now of them I'm going to talk about. They are generally cited amongst vent sites in the Pacific Ocean roughly about 1.7 metres down interesting they feed on sea worms, mussels, clams and bacteria mats what are bacteria mats? they are basically uh, collections of bacteria that get so thick that you can actually see them and they look like mats which is why they're called bacteria mats that's right it's not something you'd want to wipe your feet on, I imagine. Yeah. 
Yeah, they're uh, they generally identify these vents by the dense population of these uh, lava crabs. Uh, the lava of these crabs are apparently uh, resistant to a light pressure and temperature change, but the adults are not so. So they have to adapt. Their uh, the most interesting feature <coughs> of them is their eyes. They start off like normal crab eyes, but during development into adulthood, the uh, eyes actually start to degenerate until they become naked retinas, which will eventually give them sort of like night vision goggle style vision. Their, uh, their eyes get pushed out during, during development and the antenna shrink, which you presume it'll because of the lack of light at that depth and the vents give out ultraviolet no, no sorry wrong, wrong end of the spectrum they give out infrared what a full power you made there yes yes uh, yeah the vents uh, produce uh, infrared light so they've adapted to see that I see uh, few species uh, sort of live outside of the immediate area of the vent because they are adapted to the unique circumstances of the vent, the, the unique temperatures and acidity levels and everything. So they tend not to stray that far from them. And they can live up to about four years and just over. We don't know the exact lifespan. They have not been studied that greatly in detail, but this is the most studied species. The, another interesting thing is that mating usually happens straight after the female is molted. So, just like humans do. Well, yeah, I imagine that molting takes quite a bit of energy when they get rid of the shell. But yeah, I've, I've seen a video of a, a crab molting and get rid of its shell. It, is, it looks like a lengthy process that probably takes some energy. But I like, does, isn't that just like the males just taking advantage of the female that's weak after molting? Possibly, but that's crab to again. Yeah, so the male tends to uh, deposit sperm packets all over. Well, not quite all over, but in certain <laughs> certain places, which uh, allows her to fertilise several different sort of sets of eggs in one go because there's very sad. And and whilst they're in this mode, they tend to be on the outskirts of the vents, probably due to less predation, and probably the vents are more toxic to lava. The the size of the a full adult male can grow up to fifty nine millimeters, so they're quite small. They are quite small. Moving on to another species, which is uh, possibly my favourite, it's the uh, sponge crab. Oh, I like SpongeBob. Well, the Dormia <laughs> Personata. <laughs> they are, they're in the North Sea. They're up to uh, about 53 millimetres long. They are brown and they are covered in hair. Yeah. Crabs covered in hair. Gotta love that. Crab hair. Yeah, they tend to cover their backs with uh, animals and algae. And also, because uh, they've got a, their, their last pair of legs, they're positioned at the back of them. And they use that to anchor sponges on their back, so they can so hide under sponges. I just find that quite amusing. Don't look at me, I'm hairy. <laughs> I'm hiding. They're apparently very lazy crabs as well, and they like to hide oh, in the this, dark. This is why we're like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't look at me, I'm covered in hair. 
I'm not coming out. I could have washed my hair. So anyway, apparently uh, there's been some uh, recent research that says that crabs can actually feel pain. Has this research involved a hammer? I hope so. Let's find out. <laughs> Damn, it's not an hammer. But yeah, studies have shown, uh, particularly on the shore crab, which is a close relative of the crabs that we eat, will respond to electric shocks and then go on to avoid them, which is more than just a simple, straightforward reflex response. They will actively avoid it in the future. They were placed in a tank with two rocks to hide under. One of them gave them an electrical shock. These crabs live in the dark and are afraid of light, so wouldn't readily come out from under a rock. Crabs that had been shot twice would no longer revisit the same rock. There's a bit more to this line, though. But I think they missed a trick there. The, these crabs are afraid of light. They're almost like vampire crabs. Vampire crabs. Yeah. I reckon they should have put in a ghost crab and a werewolf crab. <laughs> are you, are you wanting to watch a TV series called Being Crabs? Yes. <laughs> that would have been the best experiment ever. <laughs> but the best thing about this whole experiment is Following it, a spokesman for the European Food Safety Standards, however, recognises this research team has proved that fish can feel pain and that decapods can also feel pain, but decapods aren't considered sentient species, so it's okay to torture them. <laughs> and that, ladies and gentlemen... I think, I think they're trying it? the same thing with uh, uh, politics. Oh. oh. oh I'm Political. <laughs> Happy sleep time, everybody. Happy sleep time.